Welcome to Get Dressed, the podcast. We are two friends who just love talking about all things wardrobe related, and we thought we would open up the conversation for anything and anyone else to join. If you have a burning wardrobe question, don't let it burn a hole in your pocket. Find us at Get Dressed, the podcast on Instagram or email your questions to us at getdressthepodcast at gmail.com. Hi, guys. Hi, our lovely listeners. So how's your week been, Georgina? My week has been, well, I don't want to say that they are all blending into one because I feel like everyone's saying that. My week was nice. I actually had a little bit, maybe towards later in the week, I started just feeling, I know people are talking about this, but slight fatigue. And I don't know whether it's really with the situation or just in general, I was feeling fatigue with just life existing, but I was Mm. starting to be a bit more motivated. But in general, it was nice. We, we've been making cocktails on Wednesday to really anchor the week. Nice. So we made lemon drop martinis on Wednesday. Strong. And then I guess Thursday was, because it was a bank holiday, Thursday was our Friday. So we did, we did like an old-fashioned sleepover. You know, right. like, like a 13 going on 30 when they put on their pajamas. What did, you, did you all like sleep in the lounge room as well? I have a vision of like lounging around and it's like old pillow flight flights and um martini. <laughs> oh maybe we should have. Well we kind of built a fort and then we wore pajamas and then we ordered pizza. Cute. Then had a lot of snacks and I and then subsequently ate so much sugar that we got a bit sugar high and we watched first wives <sighs> club. That's a nice week. I so feel nice. like I I have no sense of time. My sense of time is really, and like, yeah, everyone's saying that, but I feel the only thing that like anchors my day is probably, probably doing skincare at night. And then I kind of like, if I do that at a different time of day, I'm like, I, I just feel like I'm treading water and I'm like in this haze. I don't know. It's wild. But I feel like... Yeah, this week I really, um, you know, we, I mean, everyone's doing a lot of Zoom mulleting, right? So it's like your business professional up top and then I'm wearing my leggings below. <laughs> but this week I've been really mixing it up by, um, I actually wore jeans for the first time. I actually oh. wanted to check that they still fitted. <laughs> I wore jeans. That was probably a bit of a highlight because they did and it was fine. So I can keep eating, you know, can continue the What a relief. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. Um, but yeah, I also have gotten really into um, because so if anyone doesn't know me, I am in the middle of um, I think renovation is a really strong word because I'm definitely not old enough to be managing a renovation. I'd say it's like a minor alterations to my flat. So we have no cupboards. So we have no storage. So I actually don't know where a lot of my clothes are. So it's like hard to be inspired and like move things, you know, make things that are just, I only have, you know, a small selection of my wardrobe. So I try to make those things feel new. So one thing I have started doing is I have a lot of ribbons and scarves and I'm just tying them everywhere and not really in very logical places. Like I on did you or yeah, on me, I did an arm tie. So I tied one around one arm and it looked like I had in on zoom. It looked like I had like a shirt that had one different sleeve. That was quite interesting. Whereas if oh. you saw me in real life, it literally would just look like I was a pirate and had tied some. But I feel like did Margella do that at some point or like yeah. you know, JW Anderson style or 
I mean, I went to art school for seven years and I feel like I never dressed this creatively in that time period. I feel like now it's okay. peak art school. <laughs> oh. um, okay, yeah. So we wanted to talk kind of on this episode about trends because we feel and kind of the relevancy of fashion, what we're seeing as a reaction, I guess, to... Yeah, I think like like I'm. We both kind of feel like there's no sense of time, and we're living in a time warp. And you know, we can make jokes about how it feels like Groundhog Day, and that's so funny. But actually, what we really need right now is escapism um, and daydreaming, and that effectively is what fashion like lives and dies on. That whole aspect of fashion was at escapism, the glamour. Yeah, then the glamour, and that was that's something I think we've seen die off anyway it's definitely still exists but it's not always on the spectrum of that theatricality and it was kind of this just machine that was constantly needing to be fed and I think that was really also driving people's consumerism of fashion and kind of driving fast fashion and the fashion cycle was getting a little Mm. bit out of control and unsustainable right so it's like ironically in a really weird way this feels like the natural next step and you know it's like i think sites like zara have so instead of having big shoots for their next collection they had model shoot at home right Mm -hmm. and the imagery that's come out of that is arguably more engaging than what was on their site before because it's more relevant are people going to want to see um more like kind of low-key like natural kind of you know, shot on iPhone, is that going to be something that we want to see? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the creativity that comes from it. I mean, I think it's kind of nice to be able to have this moment where we can pause. And also, I hope what comes from this is also we can think about sustainability and how we're creating and uh, what the fabrics that are being used. Um, Mm. Because, I mean, the factories in Italy where um, a lot's being produced or even further abroad have been shut down. So maybe it's a moment to kind of regroup and help maybe also brands who hadn't started with a sustainable ethos, maybe rethink that. Um, yeah. They're given the time to actually, you know, rethink and recalibrate, you know, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think sustainability is still going to have a long way to go, but it's the consciousness mm-hmm. of purchasing okay. that we can change immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, should we move on to our first caller of the week? Yes. First caller we have on the line is Searching for Inspiration, Stephanie. Go ahead, Stephanie. Tell us your question and age. Hi, Alison and Georgina. I'm 30 and have been working from home during the pandemic. I'm wondering, where are people getting outfit inspiration? I'm just not feeling inspired. I think for me, as far as looking for inspiration, I think it's just coming in and out of things that I've been watching or sometimes when I'm on Pinterest and going from there, it's, it's been a real smorgasbord of, um, um, smorgasbord, as they say. Smorgasbord. Um, in Swedish, um... The Swedish uh, word. Smorgasbord, Yeah. Oh, it's Dan- there's also Danish. Here to teach you words and their origins as well about as well as outfits and their origins. 
Um, I think like I'm really, you know, again, it's like, you're, it's like screen inspo. It's like whatever I'm watching or, you know, it's like from TV to Netflix to YouTube, but like with, you know, a good dollop of Instagram in there. But what really is inspiring me is tablescapes. It's like kitchen, you know, cooking shows and, um, you know, everyone's posting their, you know, the five hour dinner they spent making on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, really big putting in their time. <laughs> yeah. And it's, so it's like Luke Edward Hall, who obviously is the amazing interior designer, posts a lot of his, um, and they're just a really good place to get color inspiration from. Like it's nice contrasting color, which is, I get dressed by color more than what the actual idea of the outfit is. It's always color first. Um, I think, like I said, I'm kind of gotten really into using silk scarves and, just, I mean, when I say silk scarves, I actually only have one at the moment. So it's like, I'm just wearing the <laughs> same one. the same one. Yeah, it's a lot of repurposing going on. Um, I also am wearing hats. We, uh, if you're in a Hats inside? Hats inside. No. Um, do you know what an Akubra is? I feel like if you're not Australian, you might not know. It's like actually very, it's very safari vibe, but an original Akubra is actually made of fur felt. Like it's a felt hat. It's kind of like, you know, those kind of like, I don't know how to call them other than a Chelsea hat, but I don't think that's its actual word. I know what you're talking about. I actually It's do. a safari vibe, but it's like, so on, um, wait, wait, who, who are you wearing these hats around? Oh, just to whoever is like, I'm feeling a little bit flat or my hair's dirty. I just chuck a hat on. But also it's like with a summer dress. Like is nobody blo- questioning why you're wearing a hat inside? Not really. No, it doesn't come up. <laughs> Um, I no think- one can see you dress yourself, you know, <laughs> sorry, Stephanie, that doesn't give you anything concrete, but it's basically I just yeah. to go with what, what is around you or what you're watching or yeah. Well, like working, you know, maybe working follow for a couple of new people on Instagram, seeing where that takes you. Right, so our next question comes from Molly the Mender. So take it away, Molly. Hi guys, I'm 25 and I've been furloughed. So I've been using this time to sew on all those buttons that have been missing from shirts or blazers since forever. I have a couple of high street pieces that are past their time though, and I don't want to throw them away as sorry, but they are polyester. What's something I can turn them into? Oh, wow. I think you've been doing a lot of this, haven't you? You've been doing, you were saying like, you don't think your wardrobes ever look this good. It's all pressed and yeah, this, this I have been doing. I feel like there's never been a time when finally I've been mending those holes. And like, this is part of also what we were talking about of taking better care of your other pieces, um, investing in something beautiful and then making sure you take care of it. So it's longevity, but I'm, we've been, I've been mending holes I've been hand washing. Some of that hand washing has been sitting in laundry bin for three months. Um, And now I have time. I, Molly, am not much of a crafter, but it's something polyester. I I would say you could use it as a, I don't know, a a rag for cleaning, depending (laughs) on what it is. You definitely could do that. I mean, what I always do with dresses that like no longer fit or I don't really like the silhouette of them anymore. Like if I want to change the silhouette, I actually put in side panels or like I quite often yeah, sometimes they're way better at this. You have to skill set. Well, I, I mean, as an ex fashion designer, <laughs> I can't believe I can say that ex fashion designer, short lived experience. 
but yeah, I would definitely, I would, I mean, it depends how crafty you are. The problem solving of trying to get two garments together is fun. Maybe try that. I mean, it's pretty comme de garçons and you might end up something really crazy, but why not? If it means you're going to wear them, I'll give it a go. You know, a sense of individualism really came from homemade patterns. And it's like, you know, you, everyone used to kind of create a sense of individualism from making clothes themselves because what was available to buy was too expensive or all the same. So it's like a real chance to create individualism yourself instead of trying to eke out, you know, niche finds or, you know, overstretch yourself and buy something that's too expensive. So yeah, absolutely. I think it's exciting having the time to do that. It's actually really amazing. And to brush up on those skills is something that's important. So go for it, Molly. Mend, mend those. Mend you can do it, Molly. So I guess this kind of is a good segue into our next question from On The Hunt, Hannah. Hi, Alison and Georgina. I'm Hannah and I'm 27 and I work as a recruiter for creatives. So pre-lockdown, whenever I'd meet up with my clients, I would always be admiring their individualism. And whenever I would ask them where their dress or their shirt or whatever was from, they would almost always just casually say vintage as if it was like as easy as popping to Zara. Um, but now that I have a bit more time on my hands to online shop, I've been digging through eBay, but I found nothing close to what I want or anything that I realistically wear. Am I doing something wrong? Where are all of these fab one-off pieces that I'm just desperate to find? Thank you. Honestly, I hate that when you're like, oh, that's amazing, you know, and, and you compliment someone and they're like, oh, it's just vintage. I'm like, I love vintage and I love being able to be oh. that person who says that. <laughs> really? I just think it's so, so pretentious. Such, yeah, a pretentious niche fashion person comment. I'm always like, good for you. You had the time to <laughs> dig through <laughs> sweaty, smelly shops to find this good <laughs> I'm so pleased for you. Well done. Well, you're just so so smug when you've found that one vintage piece. Yeah. I also find like you've trolled through the stores. Oh, are you when you okay, so say I have a couple of vintage stores that I know and love or you know, good charity shops that are better than others or whatever. I'm not I'm not someone who goes through each rack and like methodically looks at everything. I kind of like walk in, do a bit of a flick around, like my eye goes to colour first, so I'll like pick out bits of pieces of colour that like are attract me and look at the size and then move on. But I probably will spend ten minutes in there and so I'll either find something immediately that I really like or not and walk out. Like what do you do when you go into those kind of stores? I go through every single piece. I just how like what do you do do you put it like no I'm just really fast I know what I'm I usually know what I'm looking for yeah but like yeah what are you looking for though it just depends on the moment or or I'll just know a piece that it will trigger something in my mind of something that's like I mean sometimes you psyche and fashion references yeah exactly (laughs) I mean that being said I'm terrible at eBay and I know people have had such success from it but I am Mm. infamously bad I don't know something about it I really struggle with I've definitely ordered things and they've been completely different and I don't know whether this is the fault of the seller or also me as the buyer purchasing it who didn't want to talk about the jacket that had like spark what was on the back of that jacket so bad what happened tell the people so they can relate (laughs) I bought this is 
the this is after I bought a uh, coffee table once that arrived with only one leg. <laughs> Favorite story. <laughs> and then I it was shipped it. with four legs. Like one leg got lost on the way. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah, I I still that will forever be a mystery. Where he goes, well, I shipped it with four. And going, well, it arrived with one and looks like someone took a mallet to it. <laughs> the puffer jacket was that I guess maybe I hadn't read the description properly. It did seem too cheap to be true. Um, but it arrived and had a bedazzled W on the back of a, of a, of a puffer jacket that I had ordered from eBay. So, so like... Which then I had to hand pick off. You pick, and like then could you wear it though? Yeah, then I then it, then it had a moment. Shopping online for vintage is hard work. It's a process. If there's no picture of the back, ask for a picture of the back because there is a hundred percent something hiding there. That's why there's no picture of it. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, what I always do is like the thing about eBay is you type in vintage. So if you type in vintage dress, what will come up is effectively, you know, fast fashion. It was not. It's a bit too, that's a bit, probably too wide a search. It's too wide a search. I was prepared to search through hundreds of pages. Yeah. So it's like, you, you don't want the style vintage, you want real vintage. So it's like then, so in order to get to the real vintage, you kind of have to put in more particular search terms. So say like. Research your era. Yeah, I had a friend who texted me a couple of weeks ago saying, I just want a couple of nice floral summer dresses. And when I look on eBay, it's all just really shitty or like mass made new stuff. There's nothing mm-hmm. fun or interesting that grabs my eye. Um, so what I normally do if I'm looking for something like that, I would type in vintage tea dress and then I would put in a feature that I like on dresses. So whether that's like yeah. smocking or tortoise shell buttons or shell buttons. Or, or broderie anglaise. Broderie anglaise or yeah, something that you like or know to be particular to that item, you know, really will help you get down there. And to be honest, what I normally am greeted with is still a page of stuff I don't want. So I pick on something that is vaguely interesting and then just scroll down to people who viewed this item also viewed. And that's where the mine, I like the gold mine of stuff that always is. Ooh, and it's kind of, it's right at the bottom of the page or it's like, um, it depends on what the item is, but sometimes it's suggested items or it's people who viewed this item. People who viewed this item is where it like really kicks off. Um, and often like if you're a bit stumped for what the feature might be, it doesn't, even if it might not be specifically what you're after, as soon as you type in one and scroll down to that section with, you know, suggested or whatever, there'll be um, keywords in the title of another product that will help you find more of those kind of things. So it's like, yeah, yeah, you just, you just need to start with one and like go just like let, let eBay take you away. But I think, I mean, the thing about vintage always is one, it's luck and it's about perceived value. So, you know, if you think something is worth the money and the time, you know, to buy it and then wear it, someone else will also think that. So, you know, vintage is hard. Good luck, Hannah. Yeah, good luck. It, it takes time. Be patient. You've got a lifetime to learn and buy. But, you know, it's amazing what you find. So go for it. Dedicate some time to it and be patient. Now is the time, Hannah. Now is the time. So our final segment is, of course, isolation station, coordination, theorization, and justification. So what are you being inspired by this week? 
Regina? I have been inspired by, I've had time to go back through the archives and are looking, I found all these old photos of my mom and my granny and that's what's been inspiring me. Some amazing scars that they wore and incredible looks from the 70s and the 60s that have been kind of giving me a little bit of inspiration lately. So kind of, it's fun to go back to some nice high-waisted shorts, high-waisted jeans, um, that also is inspiring some of my recent Etsy searches. That's so nice. I mean, I'm definitely looking at, I mean, I'm not going back to the archives yet. All my pictures and photo albums and stuff are in Australia. So, I mean, I'm, I kind of have rediscovered YouTube. I know that sounds ironic. It's not like it went anywhere, but um, rediscovered really it got, for you. Yeah, for me personally, and I've been looking at music videos, I think, being a music video director is wild. Like the concepting of music videos is so inspiring. And if you just sit and watch one from start to finish, it is so much more than music. And I think just the, they're so weird. I and it's like the way they rooms when they throw around the ideas, when they're pitching. Yeah, the I know. Ideas. And I, I think the way that people hold themselves when they're singing is just so odd anyway. And it's so self-indulgent and everyone, you're just in the moment and that's such an amazing space to be. I wish I could just like shut off and be that person and just, you know, like literally dance like no one is watching. Like <laughs> that, that space just looks, is so appealing to me right now. So I mean, yeah, just watching a lot of music. As always, please continue to send your wardrobe questions, queries, and conundrums to us on Instagram. Find our handles in the show notes. This podcast is edited by our ever-patient extra limb, Will Stewart, and the music is by Hugh O'Brien. Bye-bye now. Bye. <laughs>